Hey, welcome everybody to our midweek prophecy update. I know you uh, didn't see me last week, uh, but we are here this week. By the way, before I get going, a couple of notes I want to bring your way. Uh, it appears that we are being censored by YouTube and that censorship is really getting much more difficult. It's becoming more and more difficult for anybody to find my videos on YouTube. So with that, number one, I want to ask you, please go to my website, hopeforourtimes.com. Uh, we're still working through some of the things. It's a brand new website, but it is absolutely fantastic. And uh, you're going to be super blessed by it. And we're going to be able to host our own videos. We're working on getting our own server. And uh, now we know we need to get their ASAP. So please uh, go over to my website. YouTube is really making things difficult on us here at Hope For Our Times and probably because of the things that we talk about. Also, uh, another note before we get going, this Sunday evening, if you're in the Southern California area at 412 Church in San Jacinto, I have a mini prophecy conference I'm hosting. Uh, my guests are going to be Dr. Ed Heinsen and Don Stewart. The real Don Stewart is back and it's going to be a terrific time beginning at 4 p.m. Pacific time in uh, Southern California at the 412 Church. Go to my website hopeforourtimes.com. Uh, click on events and you will see it posted there. It's a free event. You don't need a ticket. It's first come, uh, first seated. Uh, and then also we have a conference that's coming up in June. We're about ready to make that official on the website. We don't have all of the details there yet. We will within a week. As soon as that's ready, you will know about that. Speaking of that, I have a guest here with me today for our midweek update you're going to be super blessed by. And uh, you've seen him before, one of your favorites. It is Olivier Melnick. Olivier, welcome to the midweek update with me. Well, it's good to be back. It goes so fast. Month after month, we get together and there's always something interesting to discuss. Thank you for having me again. It does. And we're going to have a lot of interesting things here to discuss in just a minute. And uh, just uh, for everybody out there, once a month, you and I are committed to doing this. It's the first Wednesday of each month. And then uh, we also have some other things coming up that we're going to be talking about here in just a minute, too. But uh, for everybody out there, uh, in case uh, you weren't aware of it, again, it's the first Wednesday of every month. It's Olivier and myself. And uh, right now, Olivier, let me ask you about this. You have an article that you've just written. In fact, it's going to be posted on HopeForOurTimes.com on the featured articles. You're one of my featured people now. Did you know that? Yes, thank you. This is this is very kind of you because it gives it gives my ministry more exposure, which is my prayer every day is that what I have to share with people, with Christians, would get more exposure so people would really wake up to the intensity and the gravity of, of, of the rebirth of anti-Semitism. Yeah. So yeah, the article is titled, Just Another Day in the Age of Pandemics. And then you have, was you have six things listed or something? What is it? I have, uh, uh, well, uh, you know, the first part of the article, I list uh, six or seven, I think, seven things that are pointing uh, in the same direction. It, 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 it puts the Jewish people as the responsible party in one aspect of COVID-19. And I'll, I'll, we'll go over the seven. They're not okay. very long, but we'll go over the seven. It's it, it's it's going to blow your mind. It's, it's it's absolutely ludicrous and irrational as anti-Semitism is. And then the other end of the article, really, you know, I'll give the end before the beginning, is the fact that we have been fighting a pandemic for the last two thousand years that people are ignoring is the pandemic of anti-Semitism. Yeah, it's 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 all over the globe. It, it, Jews are not safe anywhere except for maybe Israel, and. Uh, 
uh, and it's a pandemic that's being ignored. Yeah. So, but you know, we'll talk about the 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 current accusation. Uh, of 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 you know Jewish people being behind COVID nineteen. You're not going to believe what yeah. you'll hear. That's COVID nineteen, and there's other things that are taking place we're not hearing about in America too. So Christian persecution is obviously increasing. So is Jewish persecution. In fact, Don Stewart's going to be talking about both of those things this Sunday night at the Prophecy Conference. He sent me a text, and he has ten different things. And one of them, he says, "This is what you can expect." He even has the temple. He's going to be talking about that. But but with that, listen to this. This is just in the news this week. A State Department official says Jewish ideas poison people and more on anti-Semitic blog. A U.S. State Department official was discovered last week to be behind a blog attacking Jewish people, including a claim that Jewish ideas are poisonous. Now listen to this. The Post also alleges Jesus Christ came to save the whole world from the Jews. The founders of the original Antichrist religion, they who are the seed of a serpent, that brood of vipers, in addition to blaming Jews for the murder of Jesus Christ and ask, how can they be God's chosen people? The, the, this a blogger, the State Department official's name is uh, Fritz Bergerin, and apparently he has a position at the, as a foreign service officer for the U.S. government. Um, he said, Jewish ideas poison people. Jesus warned his disciples about the teaching of the Jews. This is just unbelievable. That's twisting the Bible. Uh, we know that. And then there's this. So we, we're seeing these things in the news, and then, and then bringing it to what you just wrote about what we're witnessing, which I want to get to in a second. This report says Obama tried to give the Golan Heights to Syria back in March of 2011. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but basically what it was, he was engaging in an offer with Assad regime to sever ties with apparently with Iran and Hezbollah. And if he did that, he would force Israel to give up the Golan Heights. And uh, you look at this and you go, that is just insane to give up the Golan Heights. And then uh, we have this, Netanyahu says Israel is attacking Iran for its attack on Israeli ship. So I read those three articles. They're all about Israel. They're all about the Jews. And they're all coming from a different angle. And they're all attacking Israel. And I look at this and I think um, this is current. We aren't hearing any of these things in American news at all. Uh, all, we're, all we're told about is you need to get the vaccine or you're not going to be able to return to life as normal, which, you know, is another subject in and of itself, which I don't want to get into today. But I want to ask you about the article that you wrote, because to me, it's very intriguing and it's eye opening. And I really think that people need to be aware of what's happening, because this is what I believe is the number one sign besides the convergence of all things happening at the same time. What's happening with Israel and the Jewish people is the number one sign of the soon return of Yeshua HaMashiach. So a little bit, let's Absolutely. fill us in. Absolutely. It's, uh, you know, uh, if you keep your eyes on, on Israel and the Jewish people, uh, you know that the, the return, uh, the return of, 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 of Yeshua is, is, is soon. I mean, the rapture will take place first, of course, but uh, it's, 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 it's coming. Uh, so was, what I did is, you know, I've been looking for a while now about uh, uh, all the different accusations. Uh, and, it, it, you know, when you look at the Jewish people, it's 2,000 years of basically over and over the same accusations, the blood libel, the accusations of, of, of a deicide, killing, killing Jesus and, and, and uh, you know, 
killing the Messiah, wanting to control the world, uh, uh, wanting to, uh, to, to politically, wanting, wanting to control the world financially, uh, uh, um, in, or, or you know, all those things are basically a, continually being repackaged and the Jews are being accused over and over and over as they have been for the last 2,000 years, the scapegoats of humanity. Every time there is something bad happening, you can count on some group some person or some country or whatever to say, hey, it's the Jews. And sure enough, and I'm going to give you the list. And, and if, if people want to read the article, they can go to, uh, what's your website? Uh, HopeForOurTimes.com? Yeah, HopeForOurTimes.com. And also on, on NewAntiSemitism.com. <clears throat> uh, 20% of all English people believe that Jews created COVID-19. That's one out of five. 20% of 20%? all British people believe that Jews created COVID-19. That's it's, it's crazy. One out of five. And wow. it's England. England is not is not even supposed to, uh, uh, Great Britain, it's not even supposed to be a, 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 an extremely anti-Semitic country. And that they, they have, mind you, they have a lot of Muslims there. Yeah. Maybe there's a connection. That's possible. But that's number one. Not necessarily in order, okay? They're just like how I found them. I did my research. People accuse the number two. People accuse the Jews of using the vaccine to control the world population. So the, so yeah. the Jews are either uh, accused of, of creating the, the, the virus or creating the virus to be able to push the vaccine uh-huh. and, and, and control. So, this, the CEO of Pfizer, I don't know if you knew, he's a Greek man, but he's of Ju- a Jewish origin. Mm-hmm. Yes, I did and know that. That's just enough just enough to create a conspiracy theory that is behind the whole thing to control the world, uh, uh, the, the world population. Okay. Well, I got to ask you this then. I mean, we'll get back to those in a second, but Israel has vaccinated, I think, almost all of their people by now. Uh, they've been real almost, aggressive yeah. at it. So the, the logic doesn't really fit with what Israel is doing. Of course not. Yeah. But, but when was the last time logic was a, a, a playing factor in the, uh, the, the, the enemies of, of Israel? Logic is never there because yeah. everything is so illogical and irrational. And, but it doesn't stop people from believing it. This is so demonic, Tom. It is so demonic because those things, anybody would not believe any of that on any other people group. They would go like, who came up with that? But with the Jews, sure enough, that yeah. works for me. Number three, vaccination is compared to Auschwitz policies. The brother of uh, um, Jeremy Corbyn uh, uh, produced and distributed a little leaflet in England equating the use of the vaccine to entry into Auschwitz. You know, in Auschwitz-Birkenau, it says Arbat macht frei, which means works makes you free. He, uh, he published a, 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 a little uh, a pamphlet with a cartoon that says, uh, with the same gate, with a, a wrought iron gate, that says vaccines are the safe path to freedom. And using the, uh, basically what happened to the Jews during the Holocaust to fuel and, and motivate uh, anti-vaxxers, which is just the wrong thing to do. Uh, in Ohio, Ready for this? In Ohio, there was a man, actually, I used a picture on my blog, on the article, a man accusing the Jews of being the real plague. He's got a a, a sign of a rat with a yarmulke and side curls with a a flag of Israel in the back. And on the sign, it simply says the real plague. And he he, he carried that sign during a COVID-19 people were on the street uh, protesting you know, the, they didn't like the, the, the restrictions, whatever they were pr- protesting connected to COVID-19. The guy came and it was on the news and he 
put a sign that the real problem was not COVID-19, the real plague is the Jews. Mm -hmm. So now if the Jews are either either in charge of, of they created the vaccine, the, 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 um, the virus, or they, or they are behind the vaccine to control the virus, or they created the vaccine so they could push their own, and they created the virus so they could push their own vaccine for, uh, for gain. Now they are the virus. And uh, uh, of course, you have all kinds of things on the social network, uh, uh, you know, accusing the Jews. Then Rashida Tlaib uh, claims that Israel does not vaccinate Palestinians. <laughs> and, uh, basically, uh, uh, it's, it, this is a quote from her Twitter uh, feed that says, it's really important to understand that Israel is a racist state uh, in that they would deny Palestinians like my grandmother. She uses her grandmother yeah. right and left, any chance she has to bring it to a, a, a personal uh, way that people will feel sorry for her because it's her yeah. grandmother. It's very personal. Do you re do you remember back? It was early on in the Trump administration when Rashida Tlaib uh, was accusing uh, Trump of not allowing her to visit her grandmother mm -hmm. in Israel. Right. And then Netanyahu responded with something like, "I thought Rashida Tlaib said Israel doesn't exist." So it was just kind of a. I remember it was like four years ago or something. I, I was going to say when you said Israel, I said you mean Palestine, right? Yeah, it was. It was like, yeah, you know, it was, it was kind of. So and then she, uh, so she said, you know, Palestinians like my grandmother access to a vaccine that they don't believe she's an equal human being who deserves to live. Uh, and the opposite is true. Israel has offered vaccines to Palestinians. Actually, recently, Israel worked with the United Arab Emirates to bring a plane load of vaccines to the Palestinian people. And guess what? They refused it. Yeah, because I wonder it was, why. Be, oh, they said, yeah. they said, why? Because it came from Israel. <laughs> it, because, because Israel, so Israel is accused of not sending vaccines. They send vaccines, yeah. and when they send them, they're told we don't want it because they come from you. Yeah. So, so uh, how do we solve that that conundrum? It's 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 crazy. Of course, here's my favorite, and when I say favorite, it's really in a you know yeah. tongue and tongue and cheek. <clears throat> Saturday Night Live, you heard about that? Mm -hmm. A comedian. Uh, I don't even know who he is because I haven't watched Saturday Night Live in probably twenty years. I stopped watching it when when uh, John Belushi and and Chevy Chase and Dan Aykroyd were no longer on there. Gilda Radner. Tom, 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 don't age yourself. That was about, what, 40 years ago? <laughs> Gilda Radner was on there? Well, you and I are the same age, and, you know, I, you know, so, yes. Well, I you're a day older than me, remember? By two days, don't remind me. So the, uh, the host uh, who does the news report, uh, his name is Michael Che, um, uh, and he says Israel is reporting that they vex that they have vaccinated half of their population, and then he pauses and he goes, and I'm gonna guess it's the Jewish half. Huh. And uh, so that's like the blood libel, yeah. basically again to demonize the Jewish people. Yeah. Uh, it's 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 still working. So all those things terrible, are basically yeah. connecting the Jewish people with COVID nineteen, and and uh, you know, and on the social network. You find more about the Jewish people monetizing the, the 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 virus so they can control the world, and and it's just like it doesn't stop, and people believe it. Now, I mean, not everybody, obviously, yeah. but enough people that don't check the facts and that want to have a reason to hate the Jews even more. They they you know, and there was even a flyer. I didn't even put that one in uh, in the article. There was a flyer that was published in Germany about two or three weeks ago that basically. Uh, uh, was was along the line of there was uh, in German it says do we have a problem with COVID nineteen or do we have a problem with the Jews? 
That's bad. Yeah, there's, there's evil things going on. By the way, I don't know if you caught this, but people are talking about the Jews profiting off, off this. I mean, the, the, the spin on that. The reality is, did you know China uh, created more billionaires through COVID-19 than the rest of the world combined? I did not know yeah, that. So, I mean, so you hear the rhetoric that's out there, the spin, and obviously we are watching, if anybody's paying attention, the increase of anti-Semitism. And uh, I, I'm looking at Israel right now. Um, also, Olivia, all of these things are alarming and disturbing. We're looking at Israel with the threats that are legitimate threats that are now coming from Iran. And uh, you, you look at what's happening there, and I cannot help but wonder how much longer before the Lord returns. And uh, seeing that the, this persecution, everything you just read has gone, it's just escalated, I would say, in the, since the vaccinations have come out. I'd say it's escalated enormously or exponentially would be a better word than escalated, uh, just since, uh, since the vaccine in the anti-Semitism towards the Jewish people. There seems to be absolutely nothing that Israel can do to be seen in a positive light. And so, you, you, you know, you know it's, it's, it's getting pretty bad when that's the case. Everything in Israel, yeah. Yeah, yeah, not just with the vaccine, but you see that Israel almost every single time, and I, I would venture to say every single time, but I can't prove it without doing a little more research. So I'll say almost every single time when there is any kind of a world crisis or catastrophe or, or, or an earthquake or tsunami anywhere in the world, Israel always is one of the first country to send help, either by you know sending people or sending supplies. Yep. You see it in the news. It's never reported. Yeah. I had an opportunity recently to uh, interview the Consul General out of Los Angeles, Dr. Newman. And uh, you know, he's, he's about as high up there as you can get. And um, it was an incredible time just being able to meet him. But he, he brought up some of the things he was very proud of. Two of them were, one of them was the fires that devastated California last summer, like they do every summer in California, how they sent Israeli troops to help fight the fires in the state of California. And then also he was thrilled about the vaccine because this is all this was all probably I'm thinking about eight weeks ago, nine weeks ago. Yeah, I remember and yeah. excited because this is all going to start going uh, the direction of vaccinating all the Israelis. And I and I just thought in my mind, this is going to become spin against Israel because Israel is just trying to get their nation under control. And, and I, you know, I look at people, I'm, I'm opinionated on the vaccine. My opinion probably doesn't serve the best purpose for lots of conversations. But when I look at this, I'm thinking it's happening exactly as I suspected it would. It's spinning the narrative to become anti-Semitism when you would think, well, wait a minute. This would give cause for people saying, well, a Jewish guy invented this. God said in, in uh, Genesis chapter 12, through you, all the nations of the world will be blessed. And you look in that regard. Now, granted, again, I am opinionated on the vaccine, but still, a apart from that, you look at um, these things, it makes no sense unless it's a spiritual battle that this is really about. It's, that's exactly what it is. But when you look at Israel, uh, you know, you go even beyond the vaccine. You look at Israel and how Israel is helping, you know, all the countries, you know, that have issues like a fire, uh, you know, like you know, earthquake, tsunami, or whatever. They don't ever look at the political connection. You know, do we agree with that country? Do they agree with us? Do they like us? Do they? They, they need help. They need humanitarian help. We'll send whatever we can send 
right away. Let's not worry about what they think of us. The right thing to do is to help. And 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 and, and you, you're right. It gets spinned against Israel, and uh, it's just. But that that that's that's not going to stop uh, Israel from helping because that's that's in the heart of the people in the government. That's yep. the way they do it. Uh, um, uh, Olivia, this is the day that we are rapidly approaching where God says in Zechariah chapter 12, Behold, I will make Jerusalem a cup of drunkenness to all surrounding peoples when they lay siege against Jerusalem, against Judah and Jerusalem. And it shall happen in that day that I will make Jerusalem a very heavy stone for all peoples. All who would heave it away will surely be cut in pieces, though all the nations of the earth are gathered against it. We are, I, I think we are watching that really start to develop. It's, uh, and again, it's a sign that the Lord is returning soon. What, uh, what verses were that? Can you get 12? Zechariah chapter 12. I only read verses 2 and 3. But God okay, also, what, what, why don't you read, read uh, verse 10? Verse we'll 10. Read. Okay, yeah. that would be a great, we'll that would probably be a better place to conclude this, wouldn't it? Well, no, I know because you read those verses, I, you know, and then what's happening, you yeah. know, converging against Israel, and then what's going verse, verse ten, verse ten happens. Right, what's going to happen? Verse ten, God says, "I will pour on the house of David and all the inhabitants of Jerusalem the spirit of grace and supplication. Then they will look upon me, whom they pierced." Which is fascinating. That's the Lord talking about Himself, whom they pierced. Yes, they will mourn for him as one mourns for his only son, and they will grieve for him as one grieves for his firstborn. I think verse 10 is a fulfillment of Jesus' words in Matthew chapter 23, where he says, You will not see me again until you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Come, I agree with you. Baruch Habab Hashem Adonai. That's exactly what, uh, and that I believe takes place at the end of the tribulation. Yep. By the way, incidentally, uh, I believe in the Hebrew that the re reference, the word piercing here, is not a reference to the crucifixion. It's what do you think it is? Thing. What is it? It's the, 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 spear. the piercing of his, uh, the, the spear. The spear it with the soldier a, who pierced the side. Right. Yeah. So because people who are anti-Semitic say, see, the Jews killed Christ. So, well, first of all, as soon as I hear that, I take him to John 10, who said, you know, 10, uh, 18 through 20, I think, when, when, when Yeshua, Jesus says, I give my life so I can take it back. It's the will of the Father that I do that, and I'm paraphrasing. Yeah. So, uh, but that verse is is encouraging to me that uh, uh, Zechariah twelve ten because you know there you know there's going to be a lot of turmoil, and, and we're we're set, we're setting the stage for this yeah. right now, and we're like in the final final stage yeah. of setting the final stage. I mean, this is it. Uh, I don't know how much longer before this whole thing happens before we're raptured and uh, and and this you know, the great tribulation starts. That is why. You and I know that we need to double our efforts to let people know about Jesus, Amen. Jews and Gentiles, because because how soon? I don't know, but you know, it's 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 very soon. Yep. Amen. Indeed. Olivier, thank you for joining me today. If people want to get a hold of you, you have some books. Can you hold them up for a second so everybody can see it? Because your work is fantastic. Well, a lot of what we discuss every month uh, is 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 covered in more details in this book that came out about two two and a half years ago. End times anti-Semitism, and uh, it's got uh, you know I have uh, I don't even know how many pages, but quite a few about three hundred and some pages of information on uh, you know the the rebirth of anti-Semitism, the new anti-Semitism, and this what we're right now in in right now end times anti-Semitism, uh, and then. Uh, a, a little manual that I wrote, uh, The Time Is Now, which is a manual for Christians to know how they can prepare to help the Jewish people. And in this manual, I speak of this group of people I call the new righteous among the Gentiles. This is critical. 
this is really something that Christians should get because it's going to help them understand why they need to really ed educate themselves about anti-Semitism, but then do something about it. And that's the manual that helps them. And then if they have time left in the day after they read the book, then they can look at my devotional. And uh, it's a daily devotional. It takes about a minute for each day. That's why I called it the one minute devotional. And uh, uh, it has blessed a lot of people. And I, I pray that it would bless more. Uh, you can find them on uh, Amazon as well as newantisemitism.com. Amen. Uh, listen, I want to encourage you, be sure to go to Olivier's web, website, newantisemitism.com. Uh, more and more of us are being censored. I would also, again, ask you to go to hopeforourtimes.com, the actual website, not just YouTube. And let your friends know if they've been watching us on YouTube, uh, that's, it's getting a lot harder to find us. Tell them we're still here. But really, if you go to our website, you'll be able to find us. Everything is on the website. Uh, and pray for us. We're trying to get our own servers. We think we'll have that pretty soon. Olivier, thank you very much. You're going to be joining me at the end of March. You're going to yes. join me on Passover. We have a special Passover night. We're going to do March 28th at 4 p.m. That's going to be absolutely terrific. I can't wait for that. Um, and listen, folks, we are nearing the, the time when Jesus is coming. Make sure that you are ready. Ask him to forgive you if you have not yet. Repent of your sins. Turn from your sins. Surrender to the Lord. Uh, listen, Jesus loves you. He is coming. The things that we are talking about is a spiritual battle. Olivier, closing thoughts? Uh, closing thoughts? Uh, no, I, I, I just want to thank you for your heart for my people and, and your commitment to, uh, uh, to continue to share the gospel regardless of, of how, what's going on in the news and, and on the network. I mean, it's getting increasingly difficult, uh, but uh, we have to continue sharing this message and, uh, uh, and, and people need to really need to educate themselves on what's going on. Do not, do not believe things you, you hear about the Jewish people. Uh, educate yourself, read up, and, 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 and Jewish people need to hear about Yeshua. That's the only way. Great. Thank you very much for today, and God bless you, everybody. Bye. God bless. Thanks for listening and being a part of this week's podcast. Before you go, I'd like to invite you to visit our website, hopeforourtimes.com, and check out the many resources we have to offer. On our website, we have books, DVDs, and daily news articles that will always keep you up to date on the times we're living in. If you'd like to see the video version of this week's podcast, you can find us at Hope For Our Times on YouTube. God bless, and we'll talk to you next time. Thank you.